All right, wall fans, Common Sensors podcast consumers, welcome to another exciting edition of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall and, of course, me, your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. This is episode five of Common Sense Sundays. That's right, rolling along with this new format. Going to keep it going, uh, and we will get back to Thursdays at some point here. It's just my I'm, I'm sharing a studio at this time. At this moment in time, and uh, it, it, it's tough to get in for for actual Thursdays. Sundays are a little bit easier, uh, so so these are moving forward. Thursdays coming back soon, and all the other great content uh, coming your way uh, throughout the week as well. Uh, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, before episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple locations. One of them would be Facebook. We are currently live on Facebook right now. Facebook.com/slash Go Tell It to the Wall. Let me get in a little camera adjustment here. Facebook has changed their their framing on live feeds, and it's it's becoming difficult to frame. And it's also just because I'm I'll be honest, I'm a little lazy when it comes to the live feed. Uh, so Facebook.com/slash Go Tell to the Wall. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube. Head over to YouTube, search Go Tell to the Wall, subscribe to our channel. That's where you're going to find all of the. Uh, live feeds get posted there, cl- various clips, also our Mental Health Mondays, our parenting clips, and our beer reviews. I have like 15 beer reviews in the hopper. I'm trying to get through them, and it seems like every time I sit down to try to edit, edit being a relative term here because I'm not a very talented, skillful editor, uh, I have a three-year-old jumping all over me. So I'm trying to get through all those, but there are new beer reviews coming. Uh, but of course, if you haven't gone through all the ones that have that are on there now uh there's plenty of them on there so check us out on youtube make sure you subscribe uh and of course sean o'rourke live.com is my website also the website for go tell to the wall make sure you bookmark that check back there often uh that's going to keep you update up to date on everything there is you're also going to find links to our facebook page our youtube channel our twitter that we don't really use a lot uh as well as our patreon campaign if you're not familiar with Patreon, uh, especially right now in this climate, if you're somebody that has the means to do so, uh, go out and support some artists, musicians, all kinds of very talented people uh, that you'll find on Patreon, including Go Tell It to the Wall. So, so support us, it, you know, if, if you see fit to do so. Uh, but definitely, if you have the means, su- support artists out there uh, on Patreon. It's it's a it's a great platform uh, to be able to support artists, musicians, whatever they may be out there you know that you're sometimes getting free content from this is a great way to uh to to show support financially for them uh and of course you're on the on seanworklive.com you're gonna find not only links uh to the podcast all that good stuff but you're gonna find blog posts and photos that you won't find anywhere else so make sure you you have that bookmarked and you're you're checking out seanworklive.com uh, new Something's Not Right Studios content pretty much coming out weekly. Uh, we had a new punk rock suggestions of the week that came out last week uh, featuring Bad Cop, Bad Cops. So make sure you check that out uh, and make sure you're subscribed to Something's Not Right Studios as well. Uh, simply, be, They have a lot of great content, but you're also going to get additional Go Tell to the Wall content uh, that is actually not necessarily being featured on our YouTube channel. Some of it is linked from the YouTube channel, but that you're like those punk rock suggestions of the week. All that stuff's going to be right there on Something's Not Right Studios, so make sure you're checking them out as well. All right, I've got a couple of personal updates for you. Uh, anyone watching on the live feed or watching it even after the fact? Yes, my beard is is quite short. Uh, I was having a day yesterday, man. <laughs> and, and there's a lot of great things about yesterday, uh, specifically in my neighborhood that, that we'll talk about. Uh, but I was just having one of those days where, where things just kind of were not working for me. 
So I go in, go into my bathroom, you know, and I'm, I was out working in the yard. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. I'm out working in the yard. I go to go to take a shower, and I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta trim my beard. <laughs> so I'm trimming my beard, and it's a bit of a process for those of you that are familiar. I've got a pretty full beard, and as I'm trimming it, my my trimmer dies. The battery dies. So, ah, okay. So I, I pull the, the guard off of the trimmer, and I go into my cabinet to grab the charger, plug it in, and I plug it into the trimmer, and then I put the guard back on, and I start trimming my beard again, and I realize, oh, that is shorter than I expected. Well, what happened was, when I took the guard off uh, to, to look at the trimmer and then plug it in, which, I, which is silly, because I didn't even need to take the damn thing off. I, I took it off. I'm like, okay. Uh, and instead of grabbing the correct longer guard I grab the next one down from that so at this point I'm looking I'm like well whole damn thing's gonna have to be this length now and this is what we end up with now now to be fair I do I do trim my beard way down like quite often every couple months I'm like ah I just I, let's trim it way down it, it, it's bugging me uh, but it's not usually this short so anyone watching on live yes it's short it's going to go back. I was not in a good mood yesterday just because I was like, I look like a 12-year-old. And my wife's like, you don't look like a 12-year-old. It was ridiculous. Uh, and I'm also very sensitive to this uh, because many, many years ago, I used to shave my head. I, I would just shave my head one length. I had very long hair uh, for a couple years, like down past my shoulders, like right about at my shoulders. But if it was straightened out, it would have been even past my shoulders. Uh, and one day, just decided to shave it all off. And I was just shaving my head all one length for a couple years. Well, <laughs> like a year into shaving my head, I have so and I would have someone do it for me. And I'll tell you, uh, when someone is cutting your hair, professional or amateur, you don't want to hear the word oops. <laughs> and there was a time I had someone shave my head. And uh, if you're familiar with trimmers, even if you've never had one used on your head, and as I mentioned with the beard trimmer, you have these guards. You, you put a guard on, and that's how you get the certain length. Well, this person that was cutting my hair forgot to put the guard on and of course started shaving uh, the back of my head and much like the beard at that point you, you just gotta go all in and uh, this was a, a hair trimmer with no guard and I was pretty much bald uh, for a few days there fortunately my hair grows fast it still does and this was many years ago I was much younger and it grew even faster back then uh, but yeah I'm a little sensitive to that I'm just a little sensitive to, <laughs> to forgetting the guard on the trimmer Obviously now putting the wrong guard on there, uh, but the good thing is hair grows. I am fortunate enough to to still have hair that that grows fairly thick. It's 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 there. Uh, in fact, the top of my head is getting too long. My my wife is uh, my wife's gonna have to learn to use scissors here soon because she's been cutting my hair since the beginning of quarantine. She's done it like three or four times, just with the trimmer. Uh, but the top of my head is getting to the point where I've, I've either got to trim it or I've just got to go full mohawk and and get the big tub of gel that that holds it like super in place and and that's that's what i'll end up doing hair problems man first world problems and i apologize to all of our listeners uh, this isn't me bragging about having hair there's nothing wrong with losing your hair i've always said if i start losing my hair i'm just going bald much like uh much like that haircut i got that ended up <laughs> being a being a oops at the beginning and uh speaking of, like i said yesterday speaking of trimmers i was just having trouble with trimmers all day yesterday uh, here's a word of advice for anybody, especially, you know, now the weather's getting warmer, summer's here, and we're all stuck at home for the most part anyway. Uh, if, if you're heading out to do yard work, especially if you're using a hedge trimmer, uh, trim hedges, not extension cords. <laughs> yeah, 
Yesterday, as I said, I was out doing yard work and I'm trimming these massive hedges that I have in the backyard. And I'm, I'm just hacking. I'm like, I haven't been doing anything with them for months. And I'm just, these are just coming way back. Got a, and I got a crazy bougainvillea growth back there. And I'm just, I'm hacking at it and stuff. And I'm paying attention. Got my headphones in. And so I, I can't hear real well. But out of the corner of my eye, I catch this big flash. And I go, oh, shit. And I jump back and I look down. And sure enough, I hit the extension cord with the trimmer. Now, I've done this once before um, and just just barely caught the, you know, the covering on the extension cord was still fine, taped it up. This one went straight through, uh, didn't completely cut the extension cord in half, but got all, it's just right now, it's sitting in, in my backyard. And it's being held by just that little bit of orange plastic, uh, you know, that covers the outside of the extension cord and uh, basically almost electrocuted the hell out of myself. And here I am, I'm holding the trimmer, so immediately I unplug the trimmer, and I'm going, ah, oh, shit. I got, and I got to, it's a 100-foot extension cord, I got to go walk over to the other part of my house where I've got it plugged in, and just hope to God I don't get electrocuted uh, as I've got a, uh, a, a errant extension cord flying around. Uh, so that's how my Saturday was. <laughs> I hope all of yours was, was much better. There's some good things going on, but good Lord. I, I came in, I came, after... After the extension cord thing, I told my wife, I was like, all right, I, I probably got to quit for the day because I'm not doing <laughs> doing well. And uh, and then with the beard, I was like, I'm just going to bed. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to just go to bed. And uh, I'll tell you a little bit about that when we get to parenting. All right, moving along here. Man. I'll tell you, I'm just all over the place today. My, my kid was going to sit have my kid out in the pool this morning in the backyard. It, it's been a little crazy around the work household today. Digital trends. We got some stuff trending on the digital, and uh, one of these, these, you know what? I'm just gonna get mad here for an entire segment, and I apologize to everyone out there for for my uh, inevitable ranting here. First of all, one of the things trending around the digital platforms right now, the social platforms, is this whole "all lives matter" thing. Now, if you listen to this podcast and you have common sense, you you probably understand, you know. And I'm not telling you anything new here, but for those of you in the back. Those of you that maybe you're just getting this, or maybe you listen to this because you enjoy certain parts, but you, you, you don't quite get the common sense. Uh, nobody ever said all lives didn't matter. That was never the case. We are simply in, an, in, in, a, in a time in our history uh, where we need to put our support behind black lives, behind people of color. Nobody's saying you don't matter. Nobody's saying that. And I believe I mentioned on one of the previous episodes, this is like if... If, if people ran up to a Susan G. Komen event and said, all cancers matter. Yes, we know. But breast cancer needs this attention right now. And this is one that got me, really got me. Because I've never been one that said all lives matter, blue lives matter, and all this other bullshit that comes out. Uh, but not only the Susan G. Komen one, but another one really got me. And especially as a parent. And so think of this example. If you're one of those people that says all lives matter, you're still kind of on the fence about it. Imagine your child is dying. Your child is sick and dying. And, and you call the paramedics. You call the doctor. And the paramedics and, the, and doctor, whatever it is, they say, well, no, all these kids' lives matter. Or someone came running to your house as your kid's dying and says, I'm sorry your kid's dying, but all kids' lives matter. Yes, all children's lives matter. Nobody's saying they don't. However, the dying child probably needs a little bit more attention at this time. Don't get offended by it. And if you see people posting this all lives matter shit, call them out on it. Put them in their place. 
Because here's the thing is I, I guarantee even with everything that's going on right now, there are still some people out there that think they're saying the right thing by saying all lives matter. They don't realize how offensive that can be and how ignorant they are being. Now, of course, there's plenty of people out there that know they're being ignorant and they continue to spew this stupidity from their face holes. So call them out on it. Educate people. Right now, black lives matter. And until black lives matter, all lives can't matter. Bottom line. Bottom line. Oh, man. Well, wall fans, common censors. You know, if, especially if you've been around for the past four years. Good Lord, we've been doing this four years. If you've been around the past four years, you know, we're not big fans of influencers here at Go Tell It to the Wall. We're just not. I think influencers are a, a scourge on society. I don't think there's anything positive that comes from influencers. There's not. And we're getting more examples of why influencers should just be purged from the earth. I'm not saying kill the influencers. I'm saying, like, the people... I'm saying get rid of influencers. Get rid of that term. It's ridiculous. It's people out there taking pictures and making their lives seem great and then companies are giving them money. It's it's insane. It really is insane. And they're talentless. We're not talking about talented influencers. I'm not talking about musicians who who put their stuff out in a digital space or artists. We're talking about people we're talking about people who who have a nice body. That that's their talent. Well, of course, with everything that's going on right now, we're, you, you wouldn't think they could do it, but influencers have somehow found a way to co-opt what's going on in the world right now. And we're seeing examples of it like crazy. Influencers out at these protests, and they're not actually out there showing support. They go out there and they hold up a sign and they get back in their expensive car and then they leave. Saw an example the other day uh, of, of somebody taking a photo this was an influencer taking a photo, uh, making it look like she is helping to uh, either clean up or board up a, a local business, in either in preparation of looting or, or afterward. I'm not positive what the exact situation was. Uh, but there's a video circulating, and I encourage you to check it out, where she takes a quick picture. She's holding a power drill, hands a power drill back to the guy that is actually doing the work, gets into her car, and drives off. With, of course, a little Black Lives Matter as she gets into her car and drives off and does nothing else for the community. Nothing. I actually saw this in my neighborhood. I haven't left my house. I can see it without leaving my house. I saw a neighbor the other day uh, go out into to their front yard, hold up a sign. I, couldn't, I didn't even want to read what the sign said. Take a picture, put the sign down, and go back inside. It's like that. What are you doing? This is just so you can take a picture and post it on social platforms? Give me a fucking break. It just doesn't make sense anymore. Great, now the computer's going nuts. What is happening here? We'll fix that later. Apologies, everyone. You're just getting computer noises now <laughs> in, the, uh, in the podcast. That should not be happening. Fix that. Okay. That's a little better. All right, here we go. Yeah, that's not usually happening. I don't know what's going on with the computer. Uh, but influencers, let, let's give it a break. And don't don't support these influencers that are that are doing things like this because it's, it's absolutely disgusting. It is absolutely disgusting. And it has to stop. It has to stop. 
Okay, I'm blaming Fat Records for that because uh, they're they're bothering. There we go. All right, we'll see if that actually shows up or you can hear it on the actual podcast. I'm all over the place today. I realize it. I, I, like yeah, last week took it out of me, and I'm just all over the place right now. I don't know what's going on. It was crazy in my neighborhood last night, and I'm not. And we're gonna get into to more of that, but it it was a bit crazy in in my neighborhood, and that's just part of it. It's <laughs> part of it. Uh, one more thing I want to mention: the digital trends. Yes. We have never been a fan of of influencers here at Go Tell It to the Wall, but there is something uh, incredibly ridiculous. But but we have always kind of latched on to those. Built this podcast on the back of of uh, of dumb challenges. <laughs> these dumb challenges. These have been around since the beginning of since before Go Tell It to the Wall, and we've always had fun with these. Uh, and this is the stupidity of people. Tide pods. You know the the. I can't even remember the gray sweatpants challenge, all these dumb challenges. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, you couldn't find a dumber challenge out there, just when you thought that. Well, we've got one. And apparently floating around the social platforms, the digital platforms right now, is the George Floyd Challenge. Yeah, you heard that right. The George Floyd Challenge. Uh, I simply can't anymore with these. Uh, This is taken to a whole new level. If you're not familiar with this, this is, I've seen mostly kids because their faces tend to be blurred out, uh, posting photos of themselves with their knee on the neck of a friend or family member, whatever it is, and smiling and posing because this is the George Floyd challenge. Essentially making fun of the way that a man was murdered by police. Not only making fun of a way that a man was murdered by police, but putting other people at risk. I've never understood this. I, it, and I, I just don't. I, and I, I realize that there are dumb people out there. That's, that's never going to end. It's never going to go away. There are dumb people out there. But to put yourself at risk? Not only is this incredibly hateful and offensive, but you're, you're, you're risking the life of somebody. And it blows my mind that, that anybody, kids or adults, look at something and say, oh, somebody died doing this, we should totally do this. Doesn't make any sense to me. Whatsoever. It just doesn't. But here we are in the year 2020 and people think stuff like this is a good idea. And I'll tell you, if you see this on any social platforms, I haven't actually seen the posts, I've just seen articles and stuff about it, but if you see any of this on social platforms, uh, make sure that you are reporting it. Report everything. Report it, report it, report it, scrub it from the internet, uh, and definitely call people out on it, because it's ridiculous. And especially, that is the one thing, that is the great thing about social media, is we are seeing change from things. Like, there there was an incident in Maryland, uh, and it was literally, it was between, kind of almost went full circle between episodes of Common Sense Sunday, uh, the other day, there was a video that was circulated around of a, a gentleman uh, who was riding his bike and then literally assaulted a couple at the time, what I thought were kids, but turned out like to be 18, 19-year-olds. Still kids, but, you know, legally adults. Well, a couple. This is circulating around. I even shared it. I don't usually share a ton of these things, but it, it, that's the thing. When, when it's kids, it, just, it, it gets me right away. And uh, with this one, young people and, and just blatant hatred from a guy... Uh, and sure enough, like two days later after this circulates around, they catch the guy. So there is power in social media. Uh, we just need to wield it correctly. 
That that's that's the important thing to remember. All right, a couple of COVID updates. I you know I don't have a ton right now, uh, but I do want to talk about a couple things because things are opening up more and more uh, here in Los Angeles. Things are up opening up more and more. We are looking at um, even uh, athletic facilities uh, being opened up more and more. And in fact, I've seen shows popping up, smaller shows, not like the Hell Omega tour, but smaller shows have been popping up. In fact, there was one uh, last night that I was invited to. Now, now for me personally, I am still at home. Um, I don't want to get COVID. I don't want anything to do with it, but I, I'm not going to sit here and hate on people uh, that, that are finally taking advantage of the openings. You know, you know that, that is their right to do it, and they can do it. Just It's just not for me. Uh, but I will say one important thing when it comes to this is we are seeing an uptick in the number of cases, uh, not only here in Los Angeles, but around the country in, in various areas around our country, I, I believe around the world too, but I know for sure around the country, I, there was an uptick in Arizona, Texas, Florida. Uh, and I know the narrative this week is going to be that the protesters ha- have led to an increase in COVID infections. And I wouldn't argue with you when the timing is right on that. We are probably going to see an uptick from these protesters. But that, as I said on the last podcast, there's a big difference between people protesting data to get a haircut and go to the beach uh, versus people protesting uh, in order to not be killed. There is a difference. Give me haircut or give me death. I mean, you know, come on, this is pretty obvious. But I will say right now, these upticks that we're seeing around the country have nothing to do with the protests. Remember the the incubation, and anyone in the medical field, forgive my ignorance on the terminology, but the incubation period for the COVID is about two weeks. So we're seeing this uptick right now. Uh, this weekend, and really, I've, I've seen stuff popping up since Friday. So if you trace back two weeks, the protests have only been about a week. It's only been about a week. But if you trace back two weeks from where we're seeing this uptick now, what is that, Wall fans? That would be Memorial Day. So place the blame where it belongs when it comes to this increase in COVID cases around the country. Place it where it belongs. Not on the protests. And like I said, we're probably going to see an uptick from the protests. But it has to be done, and we are seeing change from the protests. In fact, let's talk about that a little bit. We're actually seeing gradual changes. Here in Los Angeles, uh, lots of protests protests going on all around the city. Uh, and specifically, this past week, they were protesting in front of, in front of the mayor's mansion here in Los Angeles, uh, specifically in Hancock Park. And in fact, they were able to affect actual change based on that. Uh, while the protests were happening outside of Mayor Garcetti's home, he did announce that he was, is going to be reallocating uh, 100 to $150 million from the police budget, uh, in, instead going to community programs and outreach around Los Angeles. Positive things as opposed to just reinforcing the police departments. And in fact, that is an important thing to remember. I don't want to get into all the details. This is something that anyone out there should be researching on their own because there is a big campaign right now to defund the police. And I see a lot of this. And in fact, my, uh, my wife had asked about it and said, "What do you think this is even possible? And I had done a little bit of research at that time. And there's, there's more and more of it out there to, to really fully understand it. Uh, but, The important thing, the bottom line here is nobody is saying there should be no police force whatsoever. Nobody's saying just get rid of all the police. That's not what it is. 
What it is is something like we've seen here in Los Angeles where 100 to $150 million is being reallocated to the community as opposed to giving the police force military-grade weapons. That's what we're talking about. That's what most people are talking about when they see when they say defund the police. And I encourage you to educate yourselves. I'm not I'm not going to get into the details on exactly what that entails. There's a lot of moving parts to it. But do your research, especially if, you know, if you're confused by it and understand that it's not just blatantly like suddenly all the police officers disappear from the face of the earth. That's not what it is. You can look at other countries even and and see how funds are allocated for their law enforcement. It's very different from the United States. Very different. Uh, There was a huge protest in my town yesterday. I live in Highland Park, California. It's an area of Los Angeles, very uh, populated area, very trendy area. Uh, And there was a very, very large protest uh, that happened here yesterday. Um, I was kind of curious how big it would be because I'd seen the notes going out and everything. And uh, turned out to be real big. I could hear them gathering uh, less than a half mile from my house, which was not far. Uh, then they went actually marching down the main drag by my house. Uh, you know, and like I said, we're going to talk about this when it comes to mental health. But I, 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 I wanted to be out there, but I wasn't simply because my anxiety had been so high that I just would have had a panic attack. I've been, my family's been showing support in other ways by donating to the bail funds, by doing things in that respect. It's hard for me to go out and march. I would be out there marching uh, if not for the pandemic. But this huge protest came by my house. So, of course, I grab my camera. I go out and I'm not in the protest, but I'm taking pictures and and showing my support and and clapping. There was a lot of clapping going on uh, as they were coming by. And I also thought it was cool that uh, Billie Eilish, uh, she is a Highland Park native, uh, was actually out there marching in the protest as well. So good for her. Good on you, Billie. Uh, thank you for doing that. I, I wasn't really surprised at all. She she lived. We live in the same neighborhood. We're we're not like next door neighbors, but we are <laughs> pretty in pretty close proximity uh, to one another. Our houses, at least. Uh, so thank you, Billy, for being out there as well, and and thank you to the community in Highland Park and anyone that came out to Highland Park uh, to to show show support uh, for change, show support for Black Lives Matter. Um, it was it was truly a sight to be seen. Uh, you know, just literally walking down the main drag uh, right outside my house. It was fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, and then, oh, and this one. This one I absolutely loved. Uh, thank you to everyone in the UK uh, for the support you've been showing for Black Lives Matter. But, man, in Bristol, <laughs> England, today, there was a big protest. Apparently, they ripped down a, a statue of a slave trader. I can't even remember the name of the slave trader, but they had a statue there. Uh, they not only ripped it down, but they took it and they threw it in the river there. Took the took the whole damn statue, threw it in the river. It was fantastic. <laughs> so thank you to everyone in, in Bristol, England there. Uh, but also something I found incredibly hilarious. I mean, literally laughed out loud when I read it this morning. Uh, not only was the statue thrown into the water there in the river, Uh, But Google Maps, if you're familiar with Google Maps, you know, it shows restaurants and all this kind of stuff on the Google Maps. Google Maps updated their location for this particular statue and showed it in the middle of the water. And it's so little, but what got me the most was, and I started laughing because I'm like, oh my God, they moved the location of the statue to the middle of the water. But if you're familiar with Google Maps, when you look at stuff, like it'll tell you if attractions are open or closed. (laughs) And so you had the little pin over the statue in the middle of the water and it said, blah, 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 statue closed. (laughs) Like, you think? 
You think that statue's closed? I think it's pretty much closed for good. Uh, but I found that incredibly hilarious. <laughs> so check that out. And again, thank you to everyone in Bristol. Let's continue to remove these statues. It's happening everywhere. Just get rid of them. Topple them. Take them down. Don't make sure no one's getting hurt, but take them down. Oh, man, parenting. I mentioned at the top of the episode I did not get a lot of sleep last night. I just I didn't. Sleep was, was fleeting for me. Uh, and partially, I think, because of the big protests going on, uh, fireworks are very, very rampant here in Highland Park. They have been my entire seven years of, of living in the area. Uh, they've been very rampant, seven-plus years. Uh, last night was just absolutely nuts. In fact, there was a house a half a block from me just shooting them off, and I'm watching, and I'm going, oh, please, just just don't have this land in my yard and catch something on fire. Please, please, please. Well, my three-year-old has now developed a fear of fireworks, uh, so that's been a lot of fun. And last night, I would get her calm in bed, and sure enough, 10 minutes later, another giant firework. And we're not talking about the fireworks that you buy at these little firework stands. We're talking about the professional-grade mortar fireworks that go off in my neighborhood. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But every 10 minutes, one of these is going off. So right as my kid starts falling asleep, she literally sits up in her bed, starts screaming, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy! So I'm running back and forth from my living room to her bedroom just all night. All night. And each time it's 10 minutes of cuddling and comforting and, you know, trying to explain to her, I promise the fireworks are not going to come get you. It is, it is loud. I know it is annoying, but you will be safe. I promise. So she was up till about midnight doing this. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. And I understand her being upset. There's, there's, it, it's not that she's insane. It's just absolutely insane that we have fireworks going off all hours of the night here in Highland Park. Uh, and I really wish there was a way to to just calm it down because it's going to be a real long summer for me um, with fireworks every freaking night. It's not just the 4th of July. It is every freaking night from about Memorial Day uh, through August. Through August. And it's not even being helped by the fact that there's not a lot of sports going on right now because you can tell. Like last night was one of those ones where I was like, did did. Did a sporting team just win something? What is going on? This is a lot more than usual, and it was nuts. We don't even have that going on. Oh, man. It's going to be a long summer for me. And I'm sure my, my three-year-old is it, it's finally, it's really starting to get to her uh, over the past couple weeks. And, like, today she went swimming, and she really, really just wanted to swim with some friends. And I was like, ah, soon, 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 you can see your friends again. But that's just, that's been the challenge for me from a parenting standpoint uh, for the past couple weeks, and especially over the past couple days. Holy shit. It's been nuts. All right, I want to talk about mental health for a minute here. Um, really just one thing important for everyone out there, and make sure you're checking out Mental Health Mondays. We'll probably get this up on the Mental Health Mondays uh, for this week. And that is, don't beat yourself up when it comes to what you are capable of doing to show support uh, for what is going on in the world right now. Like I said, I wanted to be out there at those protests and marching. I genuinely did. But my mental illness is keeping me from doing that. Not because I don't want to do it, but because of what's going on with COVID right now and being in these crowds and the fact that I have, I have claustrophobia to begin with, let alone when there is a crazy infectious disease going around. So it's important to remember, don't 
be hard on yourself. In fact, my wife's doing the same thing. She's being hard on herself because she's not out there marching. Don't be hard on yourself. Show support, but there's other ways to show support. As I mentioned, we've been donating to the Los Angeles Bail Fund uh, that is assisting protesters. You can uh, donate directly to the NAACP, uh, to Black Lives Matter. There are plenty of organizations out there right now that you can financially support uh, to, to help effect change uh, throughout this country, it, You know, especially if you're one of those people that wants to help, but you can't get out there and march, much like myself. Uh, I have a good friend, Joan, uh, who... I believe she did go out for a minute, but then this uptick happened in Arizona. And as much as she wants to be out there, this is, she has spent her entire life protesting for change. And, uh, and I know she is frustrated. Uh, but you've also got to consider yourself and take care of yourself. Because it's good to get out there and affect change. But if you're going to have a huge panic attack in the middle of a crowd, it's, pr- it's probably not good for you to be out there. If you're immunocompromised and you could potentially die... It's not good for more people to die over this. We want less death. So don't beat yourself up. Don't be hard on yourself. Be easy on yourself. And do as much as you can within your means. Because all that pressure can have negative effects on you. On you personally, it can have negative effects on your family. It can have even negative effects on uh, on. The, what we're trying to do on these protests, whatever it is. So keep that in mind. Do what you can. All right, uh, a couple things in entertainment, and then we're going to wrap it up for Common Sense Sundays, Episode 5. Uh, pro sports are gradually coming back. For those of you that enjoy your pro sports, we did get word the NBA is coming back in July. Looks like the NHL is coming back soon. Uh, obviously, we have international sports. There were some... Uh, UFC fights this weekend, and and I've, I know uh, German soccer is back. So we're seeing this gradual kind of opening up. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how everything moves forward uh, from a from a professional sports aspect. Uh, I'm in no rush. I I won't be going out to games even. And I know we're we're looking at no fans. You know, not huge crowds at these games. But I personally, I won't even be going out to games. Um, I think and and I think shows still have a while. We're seeing these small concerts and shows popping up, but uh, I think the larger shows still have a while, um, and especially when you consider bands that are a little little, uh, little further in age <laughs> than some other bands, uh, or some bands where they have immunocompromised people like the Bomb Pops. Polly needs to be extra careful uh, because she is immunocompromised and, and is much more susceptible um, uh, to COVID than than a lot of people out there, myself included. It's nowhere near the immunocompromised that a lot of people are, but I, have, I actually have asthma, and my wife has asthma as well. So we are that's not only my mental health, but also my physical health uh, being factored into to kind of what, what we're doing as a family and, and how much caution we're using. Uh, I'm still all about the home entertainment. Uh, I, I finished up Community, and I have started watching 30 Rock again, which I don't think I watched all of, but... Uh, it's just it's something to throw on the television. I'll I'll probably go uh, go throw it on while I do a little bit of editing today uh, for for Go Tell It to the Wall and for Common Sense Sundays. Uh, and Bad Cop, Bad Cop, their album, twelve days away. That album's coming out June nineteenth. New album, The Ride. Check it out. The couple songs that I've heard off of it are fantastic. Uh, and as I mentioned at the top of the episode, we did a 
Punk Rock Suggestions of the Week with Something's Not Right Studios. Uh, so that came out, and it did feature Bad Cop, Bad Cop. So check that one out on YouTube as well. All right, that's going to do it uh, for Episode 5 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell to the Wall. I am, of course, your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell to the wall. Uh, also on YouTube, search go tell us the wall, subscribe to our channel, and most importantly, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. And I didn't say it at the top, but if you want to follow my Instagram, it's at SoCalSean. All kinds of cool stuff on there. Right now, I believe there is a, a picture of my incredibly cute three-year-old up there, so you can check that out. Not that I'm encouraging you to go check out pictures of kids. I'm just, I always say that with Instagram. It's not so much go tell us the wall content. It's a lot of shows and pictures of kids and stuff like that. So check that out if you're interested. Like I said, this has been episode five of Common Sense Sundays. We will be back next next week. Uh, same wall place, same wall time. I am Sean O'Rourke. And remember, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and especially no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense.